Well, hello there. It is Thursday, April 9th, 2015. You're listening to yet another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Justin Townsend. I'm here with my three amigos, Steve Say. Hey. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. Returning champion, Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello. It's just us guys tonight. It is. We totally should have worn the three amigos yell before. Oh, goodness. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's that hey. I don't <laughs> That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Clapping and yelling. Yeah. Jackie is across the pond. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm mad at her because she passed a pizza ATM and didn't get pizza from it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be really a pizza vending machine? Well, yes. She called it a pizza ATM. I know. Though. She did. <laughs> I, didn't know I, the, I didn't know those existed. Well, uh-huh. no, anyone did. Yeah. So I, I found a video of someone actually using that one, and I sent it to her, and now she's pissed that she didn't use it. I can't picture it being very good, though. Oh, yeah. the guy gave it a 9 out of 10. What? Yeah. What do they know about wait, pizza? Wait, what do yeah, they know about pizza in France? I was going to say. Well, no. He was Italian. <laughs> oh, okay. Traveling what do they know France. about in it? Italy about pizza. (laughs) (laughs) It's much more actually of like an American thing than it is an Italian thing. Yeah, I have. I don't uh, think there are a lot of pizzerias in Italy. I could be totally wrong about that, but it's more of like <laughs> it's. But it's it's more like it's like an American interpret, you know, Italian American creation. I think more than a, an Italian creation. Mm. Andy, a friend of the show, is coming up for Comic Con this mm. year. First thing he says to me is like, "I really want to get New York pizza." I'm like, mm. "Okay, yeah, like yeah. it's just pizza." But not no, it's not. No. It's different, dude. If you don't live here, yeah, I guess it's so different. That's what Hugh wanted when he came to yeah. town. Yeah, pizza, bagels, pizza and bagels. Those are the two things. Every every person who comes to New York. I make them have pizza and bagels from here. Well, bagels I, I get. Pizza's mm. totally different too, man. Cheese, you. sauce, bread. Who are you, Dan no, Riker? It's the dough. <laughs> it's it's all the same. It's not all the same. You come eat Domino's is the same as like a real piece of pizza from a pizzeria. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's true. I didn't I didn't think that there's Domino's everywhere else. There's Domino's but everywhere. Sometimes there's That's like only the Domino's. Yeah. Like when I lived in Vermont, when I was growing up, it was like pizza and Domino's were like that was pizza. And then there was like I was like one state of affairs. There was like one pizzeria I remember we used to go to that was like oh this is the good pizza you know because it was like sort of like reg- real pizza like mm-hmm. from here but yeah and well, Elio's Elio's oh Elio's so uh, gross it's no now it's disgusting because yeah. I I had a piece of Elio's about two months ago mm-hmm. uh, there's like no cheese on it anymore <laughs> it's just like bubbling red crap. That's now my childhood's ruins. It was always disgusting. It's just that it's disgusting in that way that like you love when you're a kid, you mm-hmm. know? No, that's true. It always tasted like cafeteria pizza. Yeah. yeah also but, good. But I was always psyched oh. about cafeteria pizza. As long as it was crispy. It was never consistent, though. No, of course not. No, I no, used no, no, to... No. It would like fall those, apart in your hands. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah. Get one of those nasty Back in high school, pieces. you go back and you think about yeah, it. Yeah. It was like... like I'm eating lunch at 10 in the morning. I'm having a chicken parmesan sandwich <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and chocolate milk. Yep. Like, these two things should never be together. Yep. In, in high school, when I went to high school, they opened up like the snack line or whatever. So there uh-huh. was like the lunch line and the snack line. And you could go to either one to get like your food or whatever. Um, so we would, I would go like, I would go to like the lunch line and get like a tuna fish sandwich mm-hmm. on like a roll or whatever. Cause you could get like deli food or whatever. And then after that, I would go to the snack line and buy two giant chocolate cookies and a bagel uh-huh. and a Snapple. And that's what I would have every single day. <laughs> See, the, the, I remember in middle school, they opened up a snack thing just like that. And no one would touch the regular food. Mm-hmm. Mm. They would buy those giant cookies and a pretzel and then rub the salt. The cookies. Yeah, the cookies. They would rub the salt off of the pretzel <laughs> on top of the cookies. Oh, mm-hmm. my what? God. And that was like the thing. Yeah. Big chocolate chip cookies with the with the pretzel salt on it. Well, sweet and salty is delicious. Yes. But I remember people used to like buy like bagels and and then like with cream cheese on them and then like buy a bag of like Fritos or something and open yep. the bagel and put the Fritos on it. Yep. And I would look at them and just stare at them 
Like I was staring at like a monkey in the zoo or something. I couldn't believe what they were doing. Mm-hmm. It's like this is not this is not natural. This is not something you should be doing. My thing that I've always done and still do to this day is I get myself the cheddar goldfish crackers. Mm-hmm. Make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Skippy creamy peanut butter or chunky, it doesn't matter, and dip the dip the the peanut butter and jelly part in the crushed crackers. Interesting. And then eating it, it is delicious that sounds that sounds terrible no it's, it's <laughs> I would try really it. not it's really that not. doesn't shock me you would try it rob you seem like the type of guy i'd be like here eat this and you'd be like all right mm-hmm. i have a big trouble big problem with i have a big trouble i have a big problem <laughs> with different consistencies like i don't like like i don't like like celery in my chicken salad and stuff like that like i'd like it to be one consistency so when it's like <laughs> when it's like gooey and then crunchy sometimes it just doesn't doesn't work for me it's like i don't yeah i don't like like I don't like a lot of like fillings and stuff and in, uh, in, in my, mm. my crispy stuff. It just, it, it bugs me out a little bit. Textures. Yeah. You got to layer those textures. Textures are the things. I, I like some layer, but when they're that extreme, when it's like soft chicken salad and like hard crunchy celery or uh-huh. like chunks of apple or something, I don't, no. I don't like it. Absolutely not. I don't like it. All right. Well, that was talking food. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. No, Rob's not done. No, <laughs> we still got food to talk about. <laughs> Did everyone like pig out on, on Easter? Oh yeah, I, had a I was wondering where you were going. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got we. Uh, I went to my grandfather's house in Cape Cod, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we had lamb, lamb chops, Ooh. Um, stuffed rigatoni, um, and uh, like uh, oven roasted potatoes. So we had you know vegetables as well, but well they're just regular vegetables. We won't, mm-hmm. Nothing decadent about them. Just like steamed broccoli and and uh, string beans. Fantastic. Yeah. How was the drive? You said you were fast turnaround. Oh yeah. Well, so I. Um, Saturday night, my rest of my family went up, but Saturday was uh, Steve and I friend Natalie's like it was her mm-hmm. birthday, and kind of she's moving to Seattle, so it was kind of like her going away thing. So I wanted to see her before she left, so I didn't go up Saturday. I I so I left Sunday morning at five thirty in the morning, um, and then left Monday morning at five thirty in the morning to come back. <laughs> fun times, yeah, that's that crazy. Quick turnaround, quick mm-hmm. turnaround, but it was fun. Yeah, we had tons of food, pork and corn and grits and. I'll tweet out a picture later, but the amount of food, because uh, my brother actually cooked this time, and it was mind-blowing. Mm. Yeah, I stopped by your house to pick up my books on, like, Thursday or whatever, and there was, like, a buffet already laid out. Uh, well, yeah, that that was the, the setup of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Did you eat a lot, Steve? I did not. No? <laughs> no, I can't. Well. Holidays are... are good are. food is good food. You yes. can eat a little... Um, I did. I ate a little bit of some stuff. Uh, my grandmother's broccoli au gratin is always like the crowning achievement of any spread with mm. my family. Um, it was a good day, though. It was a lot of fun. I got to see a couple family members that I don't always run into. Uh, found out that they're moving back here relatively soon, so my little cousins are coming back, and that's just awesome. So cool, nice. Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Now that is talking food. <laughs> Be sure to tune into the next episode right after talking trousers on the special edition feed. Ding. That was awesome by the way. That yes. was good, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my week was uh my last week was hectic. I wasn't able to be on the show last week. My son decided to give me some extra gray hairs, I'll say. <laughs> Just woke up with a like this high fever on Sunday and then it like got to like 105 on oh, Tuesday night. He started hallucinating like crazy wow like yelling about spiders being all over him and then 
like yelling in a way like it was scre- like screaming like well, uncontrollable that he was sh- they were attacking him and he was trying to shake them off and it was like to the hospital we go mm-hmm. and uh, that was like probably the scariest hour of my life because you know you, as a parent you know you just want to take care of the kid and, and comfort them and my wife was holding him and there was nothing that she could have done like he was just going ballistic and so we got to the hospital and they're like yeah he's fine <laughs> like really like we're <laughs> three in the morning we're here like you're just gonna say he's fine they're like yeah it's fine don't worry about it kids do weird things when they have fevers uh, and mm-hmm. they didn't run any tests or no tests that, that's, no tests that's what kills me <laughs> uh, so I was like furious because it was like you know we're not coming to the hospital because we think it's like no big deal mm-hmm. uh, and so I, I, I ended up studying a bunch and it was like yeah, yeah kids fevers can go really high but you know until they get like in that 108 range they're not in like serious territory mm-hmm. which is crazy to me and it was like yeah just waited out and like three more days of it went by and then finally it went away so have you ever had 105 degree fever if we had 100 degree uh, 105 degree well uh, steve or f- uh, fever steve we would be dead as, or we'd be in the icu an adult, not necessarily true as an adult you have it's you have a much less tolerance against yeah it. i had i had a period of several years where on and off every day i would range from 103 to 105 mm. and those hallucinations that he was having are a very real thing yeah, oh no absolutely. it was real yeah I, I, I've seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I've um, seen some shit. Yeah, but I, I think you saw me if you're like a 30-year-old man. You get a yeah, no, career, totally, totally different. But just yeah. like <laughs> like what was happening to him was legit. I am oh, yeah, really, really happy that he's okay. Yeah, it was, yes. uh, it was a time. So uh, everything's good, and that's all that matters. They said he was fine. He just needs to stop playing so much Bloodborne. <laughs> if he walked in, of course, like right as I'm playing Bloodborne, I'm in the part where there's just spiders galore. It was like, out of the room, out of the room. <laughs> So that's what did it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Pretty much. I don't know where it came from. Uh-huh. Yeah. After and his shots. favorite hero is Spider-Man. So it was mm. like, hey, look, like you're wearing your Spider-Man pajamas. And he just hears the, hears the word and then just like throws himself on the floor. It's Get like, him off right, of me. Trigger word. <laughs> We're going to have to work on this. Mm. Well, no, you had a good line. You said that that they're Spider-Man's friends. Yeah. That's what I've been using was like, the spiders are Spider-Man's friends. He's sending them to come hang out with you. Don't worry. And I was like, <laughs> okay. All right. So that was that. You're going to walk outside one day, he's going to cover himself in real spiders and be like, look, I found all his friends. My <laughs> friends. As long as he sleeps at night right now, I'll, I'll cross that bridge later. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's talk about Bloodborne. Okay. That's why I have you here. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. I wanted you to come on last week so we could talk about Bloodborne, and then I was yeah. like, oh, good, he's not there, because I'm not there. And all I've, all I've been doing is texting you back and forth. That's true. So let's get into it. Yeah. I wanted to, who's the, who here is the newest to the game rob that would be you right yeah yeah i just started all right so you started this week i was actually a day, on a chat day and with a half you. Yeah, yeah i was yeah. on chat with you when you started so why don't you tell me your impressions of it so far oh i'm, I'm having a blast yeah it's not gonna last don't worry oh i don't care like <laughs> right, right now i am having a blast but i'm playing it wrong so. i don't think i don't think there's a right or wrong way to play this game well i'm sure that you're not supposed to stay in the opening area and work yourself up to level 27 and then go fight the first boss. <laughs> but no, that that's what I did. Um, you know, just, just learning, like really diving into the movements and obviously not the enemy movements because those enemies aren't going to matter mm. later on. Um, I miss those enemies. You'd be surprised, man. They <laughs> pop out. Well, then if I see them, then I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, those are nothing. Mm-hmm. So, so at this point, like the werewolves on the bridge, mm-hmm. like everyone was like, just run by, run by them, oh, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah. blah. So I found a, a pretty cheese way. <clears throat> you lured him to the house? No, I lured him to the end of the bridge where they are. Oh, okay. And then they can't get past the cart and the statue. Oh, really? So I hung out back there, <laughs> uh-huh. and I would just 
you know, hit, hit, hit. Mm-hmm. Like they could claw. Yeah. And if you're standing up too close mm-hmm. to them, then they'll you, they'll hit you. But those things give you three blood vials a piece. Yeah, yeah. So if I ever needed to restock or anything, then I would just go take them out, go take the ogre out down at the mm-hmm. en- other end. And, you know, that's eight eight health potion things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having an absolute blast. It only took me two tries to kill uh, cleric beast? the cleric beast, um, which was cool. But like I said, I was super over- leveled. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's lucky I even went back over there because I didn't realize there was a, a lamp that popped up after you beat him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, yeah, but I, don't, I really, don't think it really matters. It's a pretty right? unnecessary lamp, to, to be honest. Like, okay. It, it, it's so close. It, it avoids you having to fight like two guys. Like that's really all it does. Yeah. I think it's just there so that if you had maybe run past everybody to get to the boss instead of fighting your way through, if you had just beaten the boss and you had very little health, you uh-huh. could jump back to the hunter's dream and, and level up without being scared to lose that's why. the soul the it echoes you just why. got. That's why it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no other use for it other than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So after beating the first boss, that unlocks new stuff for you to buy. Mm-hmm. Bought all that stuff. Uh, you know, I just worked my way like kind of towards that first elevator that doesn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. If you keep going down, I'm down that way. I just found a new weapon down there. Mm-hmm. The sword spear. Yeah, you're working away through the sewers and stuff. Correct. Yeah, yeah. giant and rats. Giant rats. Those things are <laughs> disgusting. I love. They get like this <laughs> gleeful look on their face before they they leap at you. Uh-huh. They get this big like rat smile on their face and yeah, they jump at you because yeah. they stand on two legs. Yeah, yep. And then they turn and mm-hmm. look and like they scurry like really yeah, fast yeah. around at you. It was mm-hmm. terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the only thing I'm I'm scared of is building my character wrong mm-hmm. and unnecessarily upgrading a weapon that I, I don't should even not worry, upgrade. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. You're, you're, you're going to find at least the first two kinds of upgrade materials pretty fast and furious as you progress through the game. You okay. know, um, especially once you get... Actually, you're, once you get past the second boss, uh, Father Gasconi, and you open up into that next area... Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be characters that there's going to be enemies that just drop shards like mad. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm well, yeah, I have to have like 150 of them. If like not more. I got to the point now where I have so many of them and I've upgraded all the weapons I have to the point where I can only use the double ones now, which are the second upgrade okay. materials that like I'm selling the other shards to buy Molotov cocktails. I didn't even think about <laughs> like there's like, you get like 200 echoes per one. So I sell like 10 of them and I'll buy like a couple of Molotovs if I need them. But yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Upgrade your weapons. Um, and as far as building your character wrong, like, mm-hmm. Which would you start with? What was your what was your your build? Uh, like which one did I pick? Yeah, yeah like did, what, yeah. what were the what was, was like high vitality mm. or no it was strength strength, strength? Yeah. yeah So I mean it's all gonna depend. It's it's not as punishing as it was in the Souls games at all. And I think you know because in the Souls games there was like what like fifteen stats you had to upgrade. Yeah. In this mm. there's like five or six. I think there's six you have to you can upgrade six or seven. Mm. There's um, seven or eight. There's strength. I mean, there's vitality. Strength, strength endurance. And, Blood tinge, arcane, and skill. And skill. There's six. That's it. Six. There's only six things you can upgrade as far as uh, character stats go, um, and it's really, you know, Justin's farther than I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I can tell, is that near the e- near the end of the game, arcane will become something that you can use a little bit more. Um, but really, it's not as useful as like, like a magic stat would have been in the in the past in the past game. There's weapons that you can use that'll like equip. There'll be arcane weapons, right? Yeah, and your mm-hmm. arcane's got to be a certain level to use it. Yeah, totally. But I would say like 
find, you know, what you want to do. Like, you you know, I would say either strength or skill is going to be – skill is kind of the dexterity, um, you know, stat. That, that would be the, what it was before. Um, whatever weapon you're kind of primarily using, uh, I would just look for how it scales and just hit that. Mm-hmm. Which but, weapon are you using right now? Like, what would you pick right off, right out of the gate? The saw. The saw cleaver? Yeah, but now the spear I just found, which like is the same a thing. bigger version of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm using that and the hammer. Yeah. What's everybody else using? I'm using the, the axe. I'm using the axe. Um, yeah, I've got the axe, and then I've got uh, something that like wraps around my arm, some kind of gauntlet with a blade on it. Hmm. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Gauntlet Interesting. On it. Interesting. It's like it's... um. It's got almost like a, like a cog wheel. Oh, I've seen here. it, but I haven't. Yeah, yeah, and like um, like a like a blade cartridge up here, and then it it's like it, it extends out the that's bottom. Interesting. Oh, that's and you cool. Can, you can like smash people in the face. Cool. With it and stuff. <laughs> Barely really tried. Cool. That's cool. Uh-huh. Um, Any of the weapons. I would say too, like buy weapons, like yep. because they're so cheap to buy. Like and just try out which ones you like the best. Um, you don't think they're yeah. You don't think they're cheap right now, but yeah, the, when you're. The, a a two thousand dollar weapon is nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I'd say like you know I, I like the axe primarily because I love the the heavy the like the the transformed heavy attack. Yeah. Because it hits enemies twice. Yep. It spins around and it hits them twice, okay. and that can be very very helpful, especially if you get into a group of of, of enemies. Um, very very helpful. So that's why I like using it. Uh, the, you know, but I I'll switch to like the Kirkhammer when I'm fighting like those giant dudes with the hoods on or whatever and the and the mm-hmm. they're in the cathedral area because mm-hmm. i can kick them out in like two good hits with that thing oh really i, I yeah i don't like the kirk hammer oh i all. love it I, that's what i'm so i'm so used to it now and the timing on it like you have to really get used to the timing mm. when you're charging the attack um and that that's my favorite thing is just having a guy totally run fast towards me and timing it perfectly and slamming mm-hmm. his head down yeah you know, i mean it's definitely shot. it's definitely a way to play right you gotta you gotta want to do like a heavy build for it you gotta want to be very measured in your attacks yeah. in order uh-huh. to use it yeah well that that's what's good about the hammer is that it has a light medium and yeah. heavy attack mm-hmm. because you can't use your gun yeah. so mm-hmm. the gun button takes a light attack yeah and you could roll totally. and go right into a light attack from that yeah so it, it, it is fast sometimes yeah but then to get more power out of it yeah um i found this weapon that uh um yeah it has it's like an electric mace like uh, it, um, another weapon you're using. So when you um, when it's regular form, it looks just like a mace. It's like a like a club with like a big ball in the end of it. But when it transforms, it doesn't get bigger. It just like gets electric shock power. Um, cool. So and it doesn't have a very high arcane. I think you have to have like a ten arcane to use it or something like that. That's so not very high um, arcane usage on it. Um, obviously, it gets better with with how you scale with the arcane. But it. it um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. You know, it's good against enemies that are weak to it. I don't use it a lot because I have the axe so powered up now. It's like as high as it can possibly get without me getting the third kind of upgrade material. Mm-hmm. So the blood uh, chunks, the blood chunks. Yeah. <laughs> when do you start finding like the twin shards or the double shards? Uh, you start finding them, I think, in the forest. Yeah. Once okay. you get into the forest, I just got there. Yeah, there you are. Now you're gonna start uncovering them. You, they'll nice. pop up every once in a while from there, but once you're in there, they'll actually start just dropping off enemies like it's not just you'll find them in like yeah bodies you know you will, before that you have to like actually you, you'll just drop off enemies you keep going you're gonna be in the 50s no time yes nice. yeah totally yeah it, i just hit 40 yeah. uh last night yeah um and that's that, that's one thing i think uh, having played the other games and i see if you can comment on this too like uh having played the other games and playing this one it's definitely more forgiving in the upgrade path because there are definitely ways in the past games where you could like have screwed yourself over. Oh yeah. Like if you had upgraded the wrong stat or if you had like 
mid-maxed too much and been like, I'm just going to put one into everything for a little while. You get to a point later in the game where you just every weapon you find, you're not, you can't carry any of them because you haven't invested in any one of your stats enough to, to carry it. Um, and that doesn't seem like that's going to happen here. I mean, mm-hmm. there are much, there are much fewer weapons in the game. And as far as I've seen so far, none of them scale as dramatically to a stat as in the past Souls games. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to find in this game, mm-hmm. but like upgrading what you find isn't going to to limit what you can do later because yeah. you probably have only found like a fraction of the things that you'll be able to get overall. Like mm-hmm. you have to do very specific things to get certain yeah. weapons that you may, you may never find them throughout your mm-hmm. whole playthrough and then look it up later and go back and make another character and so on and so forth. So whatever you do acquire, you can usually find the materials to do something with it that if you decide later on that you like something, you'll have like a stock of things. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So don't be afraid to upgrade your weapons. Cause okay. at this point, like I've upgraded everything to pass the, at least the, the, the first, like the, the first upgrade material level. And I still have like a ton of them left and I have a ton of the other ones left. So don't worry about it. Just, just feel free to experiment and do it. Um, but yeah. So I want to ask you, Justin, don't ask me. So, uh, you, we had very specific conversation before the game came out the week. I was so excited about it. Justin is, is was pulling a reverse Bobby on me and giving me like these like eh whatever Meh. looks like boring garbage you know that kind of thing. Um, I'll I'll get it eventually. It's not going to be like a week one purchase for me. That's literally a text he sent me a day later. There's a picture of him in a GameStop or whatever buying the game with him in his hand. Um, you've now sunk more hours into it than anyone here. Yep. By by a lot. Uh, and uh, you know I want to know like that far into the game. Like, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Um, what do you think of this as, like, the experience of playing a Souls game, I guess, in quotes? Well, uh, the first thing I did when I got the game was I streamed out the first three hours, which was something. I never really had streamed for, like, a long amount of time. And I think I had, like, like, like 12 people watching and, like, giving tips, and uh, that was, like, super helpful. So I was able to go from starting the game to beating the cleric boss and uh the cleric whatever cleric beast, beast yeah. yeah and uh you know I, I i enjoyed that it was it was good to have everyone giving me tips and stuff um and then it just kind of just sat down and was like okay i'm i'm gonna like really dive into this and it's frustrating I, i'm being helped which is nice because as much of as i've played i have friends who have played and already beaten the game and already almost beaten new game plus again mm-hmm. So they've been giving me like little tips and tricks along the way, like oh do this, do this, and I'm at like you know, I'm talking about Nick, uh, who's who's a friend of the show, and so I keep asking him stuff, and eventually he's like, I don't know, this is my first game, this is his first Souls game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, I don't know, just kind of like wing it, mm-hmm. and so that's what I've been doing as far as like upgrading and stuff. I think I'm level eighty three now. I've beaten ten bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have. I must be maybe there's you said there were 17 total. I think there's 17 with all the optional bosses, yeah. I think I have 6 left yeah. altogether throughout the game, four mm. mandatory ones. I have like a love-hate relationship with this game. I was having a fine time with it. I had never spent more than 3 tries on any boss until 2 nights ago. And I ran into this boss and we were talking about this off air. Um his name is uh Martyr Longorius or something <laughs> like that. He's an optional boss. He is in this castle that is an optional place and is hidden from you. You have to figure out how to get there. There's no hint that it's even there. You just kinda like have to mix and match. So Steve, like you're going into this uh you're going into the woods, right? Yeah. So 
in the woods, you're going to come across this, uh, these dog cages. If you're like paying attention to everything and you're like looking down every trail, you eventually come across these dog cages. If you do a, a, like a very quick hook left, which is like not easy to see that you can do it, but if you're exploring, you'll find it. It takes you into a cave. And if you take this cave down, it's going to take you to a lake with giants in it, and the lake is poison. You have to run across the lake, and if you don't have the right poison resistance yet, you're not going to make it. Once you're there, it's going to give you a la- it's going to put you on this ladder, and you're going to come up right where you start the game. But you're behind this locked. Where you start the game, if you turn around, there's a door that's locked. This is behind that door. What you're going to do is you're going to climb uh, climb another ladder on top of a roof. You're going to go into the I forget what they call it. Um, oh, the clinic. The, sick the room. clinic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where you start the game, but you're on a second floor. Mm-hmm. There's a an item there that you can grab, and also a enemy that you can fight. That's pretty amazing. And if you take that item and you go further into the game, past the woods where you fight one of the other bosses, just randomly you'll walk up to this stone and a cutscene will start. And when the cutscene starts, it's this carriage that rolls in very slowly and this door <laughs> opens up and it asks if you want to get in. If you get in, it takes you to Kanehurst Castle or whatever it's called. And there you'll see enemies that you don't see anywhere else in the game. It's snowing. Mm. It's gorgeous. And on top of that roof was this boss that just kicked my ass like <laughs> nobody's business. And I could not beat him. I, I was at like try 10 or 11. I was going to break the disc in half. Like it was really getting under my skin. And then last night I beat him and my hands were shaking and it was a scene. <laughs> so Bobby asked what I think about the game. I don't know. Like I have so many different different thoughts. Like I like playing it. I like the feeling of beating a boss. Like that's that that's nice. But there's other parts of it that I just want to just say like this is dumb. Like it's just dumb. The the fact that they hide everything from you. Like they're the the way that they just purposely put a cloud of mystery over it and they're like that's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> the community aspect, you don't think that's fun? No, like I, I I guess if you're going to be like heavy into it, right? If you think like, if you're like, I'm going to play with a guide opens two weeks after the game comes out so that way I could sort of get through some of this. But like, I don't think that purposely clouding the the player and being like, oh, this item here? Yeah, but don't, don't know what it does. Why don't you figure <laughs> it out for yourself? Like, that's frustrating. I get that some people like that, but to like a newer player, I, I think that's incredibly frustrating. And sometimes the game is just... Like its own worst enemy, the frame rate in some places drops in an astonishing yeah. way. It in some places it looks like claymation. <laughs> when you get when you get into uh, the lecture hall, Steve, it's this yeah. it's this place that's like if you can get to, it's the best farming spot in the game, mm-hmm. which is also a huge problem. But the enemies in there will stutter so badly it looks like you're watching like a claymation video. Yeah, they, mm. they throw too many at you at the same time. Like they, and they, the game just starts like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. There's like 10 of them coming at the same time and the game just like freaks out. Yeah, the frame rate is an issue. But I mean, the frame rate has always been an issue in these games. That's yeah. not an excuse for them. It's just... It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a known yeah. thing. And like in, in the grand scheme of things, it's a thing that I could totally ignore. Mm. But like for me, I, I think I have problems with like the like little things. Like I died at a boss. Oh, okay, you're going to put me back at the lamp. Mm. 
like why on earth are you going to make me traverse four minutes to get back to the boss? That's the way those games are. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's good. That means that it, it like just <laughs> by saying just that's just the way it is doesn't mean that it's a good thing. No, like, I mean I, but yeah, I, no, I understand that. I'm just saying like that's like one of the primary mechanics of the game. I know, but like that thing is like <laughs> it, it seems like the people that I've talked to about this game like they're like yeah, that's just the Souls games. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that it's acceptable and good that you're going to make a player die repeatedly at a boss, which is the function of the game is to make you die repeatedly. To learn where the enemies are, you know how to how to handle boss tactics, and then it's like, okay, you know that really frustrating boss battle you just have. Enjoy the next four minute walk to get back there. Like that's frustrating. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, though, the game is built on one simple concept. It's it's always trying your patience. That that's what it's doing. It's saying like, you, you look, you got through this, you got through this track before. It's not that hard. You can get through it as long as as long as you're willing to like. Spend four minutes of your life, either run past these enemies or, or, or take them out one by one like you did before. But if you go into it and you go like, I just want to get to the boss and you're fighting sloppily and you're like, mm. and you're just frustrated and you're just being impatient. No, but like the you, game's going to make you pay for you it. You can run past like, uh, I'm going to use that, that castle boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I fought him tw- like 11 or 12 times. Mm-hmm. And so 11, if it was 12, then 11 times I had to, okay, wait at your 45 minute cutscene. Or not cutscene, loading screen. Excuse me. Forty-five second. No, it's about forty-five minutes. <laughs> That's what it feels like, especially after you die on a boss. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't get. I don't get so frustrated with the cut. The, the, the no, the that's times like okay. When like, I die at a boss, it's when I die on those like stupid times where I'm like, oh, I fell down the ladder and I just respawned like twenty seconds you ago. Backwards off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck! Now I gotta wait longer than I was alive. To, so, get, to me, that's to get like back. that's just, it, like the game. <laughs> you know, everybody makes it seem like the game is like is about punishing you and mm-hmm. doing this but then they do like ridiculous things like okay fine you're gonna be all you know superior and say like no if you die you have to go through this whole area mm-hmm. again it's like oh okay but at the same time i could go to this spot in the lecture hall and be like oh your boss yeah he's beating me instead of being good and me learning how to beat him better i'm gonna spend the next hour and a half just farming and I'm going to get so overleveled that it won't be a problem. Like, people say these games are hard. They're not hard. It's really not. But, like, I'm going to use Rogue Legacy as an example. I'm going to read off Justin's text to me. I'm just saying this game's not hard. No, it's <laughs> it's frustrating. But the thing was, I wasn't appropriately leveled. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Right. And so what I did was I just spent, like, an hour and a half farming in that one spot. I got, like, 275,000 Echoes. Mm-hmm. And then just upgraded a bunch of times. And then went and I beat him. Yeah. But, like, that's the thing is, like, in a game like Rogue Legacy, like, the remix bosses in Rogue Legacy, that's hard because those those bosses are what they are and they give you a character and they're like, this is a level zero character, figure it out. That's hard. But putting me against the cleric beast, it's like, oh, I kick my ass. I'm just going to level a bunch and then I'm going to go there and I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah, but like, that's what happens in RPGs. <laughs> sure, but like <laughs> but people surround this game around this cloud. It's like, oh, they're so difficult and hard and this and that. And it's like, no, it's a farming simulator. Like, that's all you do 90% of the time. That is not true. You're not, you're not farming. No. Words, my it you're is, not farming is, 90% of the time. Okay, I'm farming half of the time. <laughs> because, like, there are levels, like, I've done everything at a certain point, And it's like, all right, I'm not strong enough to tackle this part yet. Like, I'm com- just completely underleveled. I could go here, and it's like, yeah, okay, I could beat, I, I can get, get through all the enemies, get to the boss, but I'm not the high enough level for him. It's like, all right, what am I going to go do now? I'm going to go farm. And then once I'm done with that boss, what am I going to go do? I'm going to go farm to get back the health vials that I lost. Or I'm going to go farm to go get Molotovs. I'm going to go farm to go get this and this and this. And, like, all the game is is farming. That's it. 
<laughs> you farm you farm until you're until you're a high enough level to take on whatever it is. But it's not like the game's progressing you through the story and you're gaining that on its on your own. Are there insanely skilled players that could do that? Absolutely. But the game invites you when yeah. it gives you a spot like the lecture hall and you can make thirteen grand in three minutes to just forego all those systems and just do this. You could do it, yeah. But I, I think that what, what but I will say this. I don't think that I, I've never encountered something where I was progressing through the main part of the game and uh, and gotten to a point where um, I felt like I was underleveled for a new area. Wait. You know, like, uh, I mean, things are hard, don't get me wrong, but, you, the, but you're not supposed to go into an area and be able to take out enemies in two or three shots. No, no, no. But when I'm you enter a new area, you're supposed to have to work for it until you until you learn and make your way through that area. I know. You know, when you start the game, the fir- the, fir- the very first area is a perfect kind of showground for what the whole game is going to be like for you because you start and you're at level whatever you start at, I don't know, level 10, whatever whatever you, when you pick something you start at a, you don't start at 0, you start at some number. Um, you know, it, it's telling you like, okay, you're at this level and this is where you're supposed to be when the game starts, but you're not ready for this yet. So you're going to have to work your way through this and figure out how to play the game. And there's certain enemies here are too high level for you. You should, you can avoid them. You can run past them. You can work your way. You can go fight the boss. And if you're really good and you can beat them, you can beat them, you know? And if you're not good enough, go level up some more, come back and use your overall power advantage to take out someone who is, you know, who, who you, you use that as your advantage. You know, the game, the game lets you play the way you want to play it. You know? So if you want to be, like that crazy guy who did like no armor, like level one. Yeah, you know, yeah, he had nothing. I'll beat everybody. You can do it. That's insane. It's totally insane. If you want to be the guy who like, okay, I'm gonna farm for three hours and I'm gonna be ten levels too high for every boss I go fight. Um, that's me, fine too. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's fine too. But like for me, like when I was fighting the beast, the Bloodstar Beast, which was like my Moby Dick for this this thing, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I had a lot. I had so much trouble fighting him and, and like I, I would be texting people and be like he did this to me and people like I've never seen that happen before you know so I'm like what am I doing that like what am I doing wrong you know um, and, and what I found was like I, and eventually I you know I fought him like 10 or 11 times and lost every single time got very close sometimes but just he would just do something and it would take me out that poison man that poison would get me and, and, and the thing I, we, I told you this too when we were you when you were texting me about this other boss you're fighting right mm-hmm. like at a certain point like if you're losing to a boss 10 or 11 times then the game is telling you go do something else for a little while like you're not ready for this yet you know and the game usually is very good about like if you're doing one thing there's usually something else to do it's rarely ever that you're at a, a at a point where like there's nothing you can do that was where I was at you had other places you could go no I'm telling you that was where I was at there was two branches. There, there was two paths I could mm. take. I could go to the Nightmare Frontier, mm. and that's uh, where was I? Let's see. I was in, I was in the castle. Mm. I can go to the Nightmare Frontier, where the enemies were stronger than they were mm. at the castle, or I could continue on the main path of the game, right. where the enemies were stronger than that. Right, but, but 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 the thing about that is that at least you're not fighting that boss. You you when you're fighting strong enemies, that's one thing. You can take them out. Like you you can you can be underpowered for them, but you can use your skill yeah. to take them out. When you're in a boss fight, that's just. Like, there's skill involved, don't get me wrong, but a lot of skill involved. But when you're fighting a boss that's like overwhelming, mm-hmm. at a certain point you just gotta be like, either I'm not physically ready for this, my character, or my brain is not ready for this. I gotta walk away and do something else. And so that's what I mean. You can always walk into an area, and yeah, you might the enemies might be super powerful for you, but it's just like that opening area in Bloodborne where you go down there's like I have the axe behind those boxes. Yeah, you shouldn't really fight them right away. But if you're smart about it, you can take him down. Yeah. You know, if you if you if you avoid if you if you're if you're a little bit lucky, a little bit skillful, you can take him down. And I think the whole game is like that. Um, yeah, it gets super frustrating, and 
farming is is the best way to take away some of that frustration for you because you get your levels up and then you feel like you're more on par with what the game is throwing at you. Um, you feel like, again, like more you're playing a more, like a more normal game, right? A game that you play often where the game is taking, is, I'm not going to say taking by the hand like it's like it's some sort of like, you know, derogatory thing about it, but it's saying, we're not going to bring you here until you're ready to be here, right? We're, we're going to move you up and then when you face this enemy, you're going to be perfectly ready to face this enemy. That's not what, the, these games have any, they have no interest in that. Like, if you want to go face somebody who's way too hard for you, go do it. You can get your ass kicked. That's fine. You no, know? I, I I totally agree that it's nice to have those options. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. Uh, I had a thought to jump in my head. But uh, Steve, what what what, yeah. what what have you been doing? How how are things going with you in Bloodborne? In Bloodborne? Yeah. Uh good. I uh, I've been streaming it a lot, and just last night reached a point that I I was one of those one of those like solid like hour and a half runs where not a whole lot happened mm. but you covered a lot of ground and mm. i gained like another five levels and mm. opened up a whole area i decided not to fight a boss mm. uh went off to the left and came upon the woods spent way too much time inside that first area with all the gunners mm-hmm. holy shit <laughs> that sucked that sucked big time um yeah so it was f- i've been having a really good time my girlfriend was here this week and she watched me play it for a while and um, I got to tell you, like, I've been really into it. Like, I have so many other things to play right now, and I've been playing, like, a few other things here and there. But, like, just all this talk about it, all I want to do is, like, yeah. go home and play it right now. As much as I hate the game, I still want to beat it. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, no. And I, like, it's not that I hate the game. Mm. I do, en- like, I enjoy playing it. But, mm. like, there's some things in the game, like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand why they put this one room here, right, to, to, to do this farm where we can get mm. all this money. Because it negates the feeling of accomplishment that you can have, like, and and nervousness. Like, I don't, I, I forget who was on chat with. I don't know if Rob was in the room, but like, I was going through the the, the woods where Steve is now, mm. and I had just gotten. I I actually texted you. That's yeah, why. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had forty eight thousand souls. Yeah. Or souls, blood echoes, actually, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny you call them souls, and you've never played the other games. I just, <laughs> I, I'm picking it up through osmosis. So I'm, I'm. I've got all these things and I'm panicking. It's like, mm. oh, God, I, I can't turn back because if I turn back, then I've negated all the work that I've done. It's like all I got to do is just make it to the lamp just so I can cash in this money and level up like two or three times. That was me last night. Mm. And once you get to this like 50,000 souls, nothing or whatever echoes, nothing. I'd be like, oh, I died. Oh, whatever. I can go. go I can get that back in 15 minutes. It's like it, by giving you this spot, it takes away any sense of fear dread accomplishment it's all gone just because you know i can do a quarter of the amount of uh, uh the amount of work and get the same reward mm-hmm. yeah but again you don't ha- like that's the thing you don't have to do that you right don't, you don't have to you know you don't have to do it but how many people are going to be like well i have this game that wants to just screw me literally at every chance <laughs> or i could just go do this really easily and make this game a lot easier for myself mm-hmm. the majority of people are, are going to choose that path and it's like what's the point of the game then yeah but but i mean i still think that regardless like i mean if you're super over level for something like when i when i eventually went back to beat the blood star beast like i i was like probably 20 levels too high like you know, you know for what it was supposed to be so right. i mean i still had to like be strategic i still had to jump around i still had to heal i still had to use antidotes um but my attacks were taking off a lot more than had yeah. been previously taking it off mm-hmm. so there was still a amount of strategy left but i'd say that like there's that, and I'd face it so many times. But like, even when you're a high level, like you can't just like oh, you run can't... at a boss and smash it. No. Like it's not going to work like that. It, you know? It'll never, it'll never work like that. But like, 
that was the that was the part of the game I was really liking mm. was watching that blood echo thing tick up mm. every time and like that was such a big sense of accomplishment mm. that it was like I made it to fifty thousand. Mm. Like my previous high was in the twenties, right? And in one run, I got all the way up there, and I was mm. like, "Wow, this feels really good." Like I get this mm. now, and I just felt like it was all negated. Mm. And I don't then I think... had somebody in, invade my game, mm. but we'll uh -huh. save that. <laughs> uh, see, I don't think the core the core souls audience would do that mm. though. Because, I mean, there were glitches out there. There was the duplication glitch and everything yeah. like that. I think a lot of those people want to be pure. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, someone like me, hell yeah, I'm going there. Once I find <laughs> a damn place, but I, I don't care. The, yeah. the reason I bring it up is because I've, all, I've had the chance to play all those Souls games and never did it, but I am playing Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of new people are picking up Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I And absolutely. that's going to be, like... If the, if they can get past that beginning part of the game, which mm. is super uninviting to yeah. new players, but if you can get past that beginning part, like eventually you'd like now you now you know it's like oh well like it, the game system kind of like breaks itself. Well, yeah, but I think it's also because uh, in a way, as much as they want to punish you, they also want to give you a chance that if you're the kind of player who you know doesn't maybe have all the time to just beat their head against the wall to do that thing, like you can go here and you can do this thing and you can spend a lot less time. And if you want to break the experience for you, it's like having a game genie. You know, it's like, if you want to do it, go ahead. You're not going to have the same experience everyone else is having, but go ahead. The other thing too, is that that area, which we're talking about. So like, Oh, whatever you, you have to go through some really freaking weird stuff to get it. True. It's really like hazy and weird. And it's like, and, and to find it that early, because you're not supposed to find it till way later in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but you can actually find it that early. It's weird, because the, the thing that you need is random. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you have, but you have to know you have to get that thing. You have to go to a certain place. You have to, you have yeah, to know not, what's it's happening. It's not just sitting out in the open. You, exactly. you, you encounter uh -huh. it in the mid-game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's in the mid-game. Yeah. Like, did someone tell you about it? Nick had had told me about it, but nobody yeah. had told him. It's just if you knock on on the, uh, on the houses, you're eventually gonna be like led this way. Yeah. Okay, and then it's, they're gonna give you an item, and they're they're gonna tell you go to this spot. And uh -huh. when you go to this spot, like you could get there, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it for people, but mm. you can go to this spot, and then you find out I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to this spot with the item, you're like, yeah. I'm still not supposed to be here, but something happens. Yeah. And yeah. then you're you're teleported to a place that you could just. Mm -hmm. warp back to it any time from mm -hmm. the hunter's dream yeah well that's the thing like how many people are actually going to figure that you know a I think let you me end knock up, on i think you end all up, these repeated doors mm -hmm. you end up there no matter what at some point that's what at i've been told point. but but mm -hmm. but if you're at the point where like like we were saying like you can farm like a certain amount of echoes there very quickly but you're already at the point where you're leveling you take fifty thousand echoes to level yeah so you're talking probably three times through that loop in order to in, get that many to level in a, once. In a half hour, if I wanted to just farm right, for but, a straight half hour, right, but I'm it's saying, yeah. like 125,000. But I'm just saying, like, that's like, but again, it's going to be, if you got there to a point where maybe you were level 90 or something like that, you would have to sit You'd around. You'd have to sit around for a while. Yeah, yeah. But it, like, I, you know, I got there in the 60s. Yeah, I got there way before that. So, yeah. Yeah, so. But, but yeah, for some reason, my, yeah. my thing didn't show up until yeah. like way later in the game. We played some uh, multiplayer. We did. Uh, that was fun. We did. That was it kind of broke it though, in a way, didn't it? Well, yeah, that's what that's what always happened in those games because the d bosses are designed for, for one, one one person. But again, it's a, it's another way, like because when I played Dark Souls two, like I was summoning the shit out of people to come help me in, in those <laughs> boss fights. I would go ahead and fight fight them two or three times. Mm -hmm. If I if I lost like really badly, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bring somebody and just do this with me. That was my downfall with that game yeah. is that I did not summon people to yeah. help me. There's no shame in it, but, but like I know there's no shame in it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, but I mean, I. I I wouldn't do it with the Bloodstar Beast because I had so much trouble with it. I was like, I need to beat it by myself. That's where I was last night with the, this martyr guy. But like something like like a boss like we fought to, all together, mm -hmm. uh, 
um, me, you, and Nick. <laughs> me, me, Nick and I were playing it, and, we're, and Nick, Nick was dying like every five seconds. He was like, "I got this," and then just dying. <laughs> because they, what they do to make it, what they do to like level it out is the person who comes in. Nick, mm. Nick was a much higher level than Bobby, yeah. and they kind of like cut him in half. Yeah, like they cut his health in half. They cut his abilities yeah. in half. Like you know, yeah. So he's not super overpowered. Yeah. Right. Um. But it. But it was. Uh. It was fun. Justin got in there, and that definitely hurts the frame rate of the game. Let's just say that. Like, it was definitely, oh, yeah. it was definitely like, what the hell's going on? This is not supposed to be this way. But we we went we went to the level. We we faced the boss, um, and uh, Justin and I ended up being Nick died, and Justin and I took it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a lot of fun. You know, it's obviously like a weird way to get into multiplayer. But once you connect once, it's very quick. But that first connection, it's like we sat around for five minutes. You're like, waiting. I don't know what's going on. You know, like you're ringing the bells, and yeah, I had nothing but problems when yeah. trying to do online the other night with Chris. You have to stay in the same, you have to be in the same place within seven or 10 levels of each other. Oh, we were. Yeah. And then one rings, it took, no lie, it took about five minutes to connect. We tried for about 20 and nothing happened. We were in the same, we had the same password, same everything. Password, oh, your region has to be worldwide. Yeah, we did all of it. Yeah. We did all of it. I haven't done it since. Yeah. um, But one of the times before you got there, I was playing with Nick and every time, every time you do it, the, the the bell ringing lady on the on the thing starts ringing the sinister bell to try to get somebody in to fight Ugh. you guys, mm. um, and you have to kill her before someone uh, some real player rings their bell just by chance there and gets into your innovate your See, game. It's all of this stuff. Like I know, like a lot of the aspects of the game or some of the aspects of the mm. game are frustrating, but all of the different stories and all of the different things. Like you think of a game like Destiny and how many different stories you guys came to the podcast with like during that mm. those few months that that game was going bloodborne is that new you know water cooler conversation game you weren't even going to play it yeah and here you are having played it the most out of all of us i think i'm like 30 something hours mm-hmm. now yeah and i mean for me it's a lot of it is the atmosphere of the game the, oh, the- character design creature design is outstanding it's fantastic i love the lack of of a soundtrack like there is one but for the most part it's just you walking around. For me, that is extremely immersive. Like, I saw something on your game tonight that, according to you guys, like, I don't have enough insight to see. Mm. The fact that that changes like that, I've seen that that tower, and now all of a sudden there's something on it that, like, blew my mind. Yeah. I love finding things out like that. And the fact that it's communal and that it only, like, we didn't know about these things before the game's release, but that it leaks out as people experience things and experiment with different items and give things to different people, kill certain NPCs instead of helping them. All of that stuff, you know, factors into just a series of different stories and different adventures within this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, absolutely. here's a quick question. Yeah. Insight. Yeah. So I just found my first item that if I use it, mm-hmm. I get insight. Yeah. You know, what? does that do so insight is like uh, it, it it does multiple things one it's a currency okay. um if you reach 10 insight one of the other fountains in the hunter's dream will open up and some of those little messenger dudes will come out and you can buy other stuff you can buy armor you can buy okay more, more rare items it's where you buy the bells to do multi uh, yeah to do the multiplayer yeah stuff like that um it, it but it also does two things detrimentally to you which I did not know until yesterday. Uh, it One, raises the if levels over, of the enemies. If you're over level fifteen, are you at more than fifteen? I think it is fourteen. Over, over 14, I thought it was four, it's fourteen or fifteen. Insight. It makes the enemies harder in the mm-hmm. game, hmm. um, and if you get over a certain amount, you're more susceptible to like the frenzy beast mode thing. Yep. Um, that drive you crazy and end up killing you. 
Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. you want to keep it probably around the 10. Thing is, like, you want to keep it at least a couple over 10 because you can't get into the shop uh, unless you have at least 10. Okay. Uh, the shop will close down if you have less than 10 insight. I was running around with mine thing. in, like, the 60s. Yeah. And... It was like, you know, I was thinking like, oh, the game's hard and stuff, but it was like, <laughs> oh, well, let me bring this down some. But it's like one of those things that the game just doesn't tell you. Oh, yeah, you. that's one of the things, yeah. Which, no idea. Which shop is this? It's in the Hunter's Dream. Um, it's like it, it, where where the, the, the main, um, whatever they the call it, fountain. You know, where, where the doll is, you know that fountain yeah. that you can buy stuff in? Right above it to the right. Yeah. So okay. if you go into the house, yeah. there's like two exits out of the house once you go up. The one on the left there's a little fountain right there and you can buy stuff. Um, it's not like amazing stuff. There's like some armor and stuff like that that you can buy that, you know, can help you with certain bosses and stuff like that, but it's not like anything crazy. Mm. Um, stuff for like, I haven't done any of the chalice dungeon stuff yet. No, which is like another level of stuff. I that, yet either. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, and, uh, but when we were, when Nick and I were playing together, um, and the, this girl starts ringing this bell on top of this tower. And I think mo- most zones have one of them. Like, not all of them, but a few of them have areas where this... Only one. Only one other one that I've seen. The the Nightmare? In the Nightmare Frontier. Okay, the Nightmare Frontier. So, um, I mean, uh, there could happen further along. Yeah, yeah. So, this, the, 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 so I guess there's only select areas where you can be invaded then. Because um, I think that it needs to have one of these women ringing the bell in order for you to get invaded. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it, doesn't always, like, it doesn't always happen like when you're just walking around, but uh, whenever, you get, whenever we got somebody else in the game... This girl is ringing the bell, and you have to kill her before someone else answers her and invades your game. That's the that's the goal. unless you want somebody to invade your game, obviously. Um, so Nick and I had gun, done the loop a couple times, and we're going up. We'll go go get her, and like someone answered really quickly. Oh no! And it was like blah 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 has invaded your game. So <laughs> we went up and we killed the the, the chick with the bell, uh, and then we're just we're staying on top of this tower, and there's only one way up to the tower. There's like a la- like a ladder up to the tower. And Nick and I are just like, well, we're just going to stand up here and wait for them to come. And then when they come, we're just going to shoot them off the ladder. And <laughs> so we waited. And all of a sudden, we see them, like, hopping around, like, glowing red, like, running at us. They're coming up the ladder. And they're coming up the ladder. And they're coming up really fast. And then all of a sudden, right before they get to the top, they just stop. Because <laughs> I think they realized <laughs> they realize exactly just... where we were. Uh-huh. They stop. And then – but I, I, it's so funny when it's a real person because, like, I could almost feel, like, the thoughts in their head being like, I shouldn't go up there. Yeah. They're right there. But – I think I can do this. Like, that's what I, I, I felt like the person was saying. So like, they're coming up and they come up and Nick and I both just at the same time just like shoot with our blunderbusses and knock them off and takes off like a chunk of their health, but not all of their health. And they just, you know, they heal up and then, and then they're just standing at the bottom of the ladder. Oh. And I was like, well, we can't go down the ladder because they're just going to hit us. And like, that's, that's not where one of us is going to die. Um, so there's not only one way up, but there's multiple ways down. So we dropped down off the tower onto onto a house and walked around, and then we were at the bottom of the stairs, and he was at the top of the stairs, and we just like oh, walked no. at each other, and we're just standing there, and he does like one of like the emotes, like the bow thing, yeah. and we all we all bowed, and then I don't think that because you can't tell who you're invading, I think when he saw two people walking up, he was like, fuck, because <laughs> <laughs> he did not realize that there'd be two of us in there, um, and he ended up taking him out like. It was a little bit of a fight, but not really. I mean, with two people, it's like uh-huh. he, he, you can only avoid so much when there, when there's two player-controlled people going on. So, you know, one of us would be shooting and one of us would be attacking him, and we took him down pretty pretty quickly and That's got his cool. souls. But it felt that felt cool. And, like, I was like, that is the definitely the best way to be invaded when you have someone else with you to, to help you, you out. Do you want to hear the worst way to be invaded? Sure. 
So the Nightmare Frontier mm. is the second invasion mm. zone that I've run across. And sounds like a warm, happy place. Yes. The Nightmare Frontier. Uh, it said, uh, <laughs> New part of the Disneyland. Bell, yeah. women, woman is ringing the bell. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I've got to find this. Ch- There's somebody here that fast. Yeah. And the thing is like, I don't want to be invaded. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that. Like, I think it's ridiculous. I can't opt out of that experience mm-hmm. because this guy coming in is ready to fight another player. Mm-hmm. So it happened to me two times before I could find this woman to mm-hmm. turn it off. Cause the enemies in there were like, stronger than i was mm-hmm. so it wasn't like i could just like run past everybody i mm-hmm. had to like take my time and get across to find wherever she was yeah so of course i kill her and the other player is waving at me from across the chasm <laughs> and i just like i was like all right like and then he went invisible oh <laughs> and then he was throwing numbingness at me so i couldn't heal myself oh boy yeah so like i just got wrecked mm-hmm. two times in a row and like i was wasting potions and stuff mm-hmm. trying to fight this guy i wanted no part of mm-hmm. it was like and just like a the thing that frustrates me about it is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, and we talked about this and you're like, oh, well, the game gives you notes to help you if you're playing yeah. online. It yeah. also wants to do something to screw you. Yeah. Just like, that's not the same thing. The notes can also screw you and it's like, jump off this ledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I that's don't trust any foul. of those notes. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you something. There is a spot where somebody said jump and you're like, no way. And you have to jump. Oh, really? And it was like one of those like, there's nothing down there but water. Yeah, yeah. And you jump and that's where the boss is. Oh, okay. But you wouldn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so I <laughs> don't think this is this is the truth. And I was like, I went back, cast all my sh- my soul echoes yeah, in or whatever yeah, yeah, and was yeah. like, all right, now I have none. So mm-hmm. it's not going to kill me if I die. And then yeah. I jumped and I was like, oh, the guy was right. <laughs> I love leaving notes. Oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> and I've gotten probably like 15 likes but at this That's point. Good. Uh-huh. If, if, you know, if you get liked while you're playing, you get all your health back. Yes, yes. which is helpful yeah. in a oh, boss battle. Cool. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Because um, when you used to, when, in like the Souls games, you used to get like, bits of humanity when your things will get liked um it's a whole I, whew, systems in the other games like this game like there was a whole system in the souls games where like when you died not only would you lose all your stuff but you'd become unhuman you you'd be hollowed yeah so you would have less health and you wouldn't have certain benefits of being like alive and you have to use this item called humanity to bring back your humanity Oh, it's, uh, heard, I've it's heard, horrific. I've heard of all this. Yeah, yeah. One of those this and you wonder you... why I don't want to play these games. <laughs> like, you got tired of doing it after a while, so yeah. you just left yourself hollowed for most of the game. Yeah, yeah. The, but the good thing about Dark Souls 1 is if you were hollowed, you couldn't be invaded. So people would just play the whole game like uh-huh. that because they didn't want to be invaded. For the first now, 20 hours, I was playing offline. And mm-hmm. then I went online to join you guys. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, these note things are cool. I'll stay yeah, here. Yeah. Now that I've been invaded twice, I'm like... I think I'm just going to back yeah. offline. You can uh. only be invaded in those two places, at least. I mean, that's way better than it used to be because, like, you could be probably invaded any of the anywhere. Time. And, like, I remember in playing Dark Souls, especially when you had to go fight the two gargoyles on the roof. Yep. Every time I would go back to walk through the smoke door, freaking game has been invaded. And then the red freaking blob just comes out of the thing right by me and walks with me into the freaking boss room. <laughs> Not only am I fighting two bosses, but I'm fighting a player character. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. But, yeah, Bloodborne. I like it. Like I like I, it. I know I'm, you do. You play I'm, for like thirty hours. I'm, I'm frustrated at like at yeah. extreme measures with it sometimes, uh-huh. but I get, I get the draw. Mm-hmm. I definitely get the draw of the games, and I cannot wait to be done with it. <laughs> now, what do you think is going to be the breaking point for Jackie? Uh, no, I can't believe she she got the game, and when she's listening to this song, <laughs> I, I hope she's like, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said, all we, she said because I, I listened to the show last week she's like Justin told me not to buy it and I wanted to be defiant I told her not to buy it because yeah. she told me numerous times I hate those Souls games I never want to play this I'm like <laughs> don't waste your money don't do it because mm-hmm. Andy did it 
our friend Andy was like, I'm not ever playing this game. Don't ask me to buy it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. He sends me a picture of him holding yep. the finger up at, at the game, and he's like, yeah, I did it. He played it for three hours. It screwed, like, un- unfortunately, he had, like, an, an erase save or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. But yeah, he, ne- I mean, he never got to beat the, the, the first boss, never mm-hmm. did anything. He's like, I'm never playing this again. Uh-huh. It's like, I told I told you not to buy it. I don't think it was because of the save game. He, I think he just he hates hated it. the game. And yeah. I was like, that's how I expected Jackie to, to be when mm. she bought when she bought the game. Like, mm. three hours in, that she would hate it. Yeah. And she said she likes it so yeah, far. she does. Yeah. yeah. But I want to see what happens when she runs into, like, the guy shooting the machine gun at her. Oh, man. <laughs> that's one of my favorite moments. By it's a, that, that, well, fuck that area, because that area is so fucking hard when you first get there. But, like... I love that moment in Central Yarnum when, like, you first walk in and the guy starts talking to you. You don't know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And you just think, oh, this is a guy talking to me. And then, and then that moment where you, like, and he goes, and I will kill you. And then all of a sudden, this, this Gatling gun starts shooting at you. I was like, whoa. I was not ready for it. And I was like, this is a really cool, like, Has anybody actually moment. killed him? Yeah, I killed him. Like, I, legitimately killed no, him. No, 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 no. no. no I, I cheesed him off. Yeah. I didn't want to cheese him off. Yeah, yeah. Did I you, did. <laughs> did anybody, did anybody not kill him? No, I, no, I, I think we, me. But have, have you gotten there? No, you haven't I, gotten I'm there kidding. yet. All right. There's a way. There's a way to not kill him yeah. and enter in from a different side, and yeah. you'll have a different scenario uh, unfold. Yeah. If you go to the, when you get taken by the bag people, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a back entrance into Old Yarnum from there. Oh, interesting. And you can walk up behind him, and he's like, "How did you get here?" You know. Or it's been a while since I've seen a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or this is another thing too. If you wear the full church garb when you walk in there, it doesn't shoot you. And he gives you the option whether or not he wa- you want to be friends with him, but you have to do that the first time you walk in. If you See, do like that stuff, that stuff in the game is really cool. Yeah. the way that it does that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought you just said you hated that they <laughs> throw stuff in that you. No, I like the fact that there's different there's different okay. branches. Like mm-hmm. you know, there is a guy that I could invite to the church that I'm in, and Nick's like, this is where he should be. I'm like, he's not here. Well, that guy eventually ends up killing everybody in the church. <laughs> And it's like, well, I'm glad that he's not in there then because, like, <laughs> yeah. now I could still get stuff from these yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that type of stuff that it's like, I just missed that. But, like, I don't like picking up something and being like, I have no idea what this yeah. does. Like, like I, I don't understand what the purpose of this monocle is. <laughs> did you – did anyone <laughs> oh, read – Oh, you can zoom in. It's like a telescope. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just using that as a, like, as a for instance. <laughs> it's monocular. Yeah. It's a monocular, not a monocle. Uh-huh. Now the whole <laughs> – it's, it's a little eyeglass. I just pictured him putting it on. <laughs> Now the whole beast mode system. Mm-hmm. Have did anyone read about it? Yes. Uh, oh, I read. Yeah, yeah, I read yeah, that. Did you read that? Today. Okay, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Just that people are still trying to figure out. Yeah. You know more. They found out some. Yeah. But there, you know, there's more to it that they can't figure out. I mean, that's the thing I love about the games, right? Is that is that there's this stuff that the game's been out for two weeks. People have played through it and beat it. And there's still things in it that people are like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what it does. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Like, my, that's uh, awesome to me. My friend Mike beat it yesterday, and he, I don't know how he did it. I'm going to ask him, mm-hmm. but he uh, he glitched the ending so that it didn't go through its full rotation and bump him into New Game Plus. Oh, weird. So now he's able to walk throughout the whole game, and he's got, like, the end game weapon and garb mm. and all of that okay, stuff. Okay, that, see, that does, like, to me, that doesn't sound like a glitch. That sounds like something that he's done that allows him to do that. Mm. Well, like that's a, that would be a weird glitch. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it was because, yeah. like, out of anybody that I know, mm. he's put in thousands of hours. I've seen his files. Like before, I knew him. I've only known him for like maybe three years, but before we all knew him and he moved here, he brought his PS3 with him or whatever, and his files are, from what I understand, they're insane. So he might be playing the game on like a different level or just knows things that mm-hmm. I don't know yet. 
I, and I told Justin that like this is the only game where I feel like you need therapy sessions with your friends to like get over stuff. Yeah, like that boss. That boss last night was just driving me insane. Like I, I was, like, cur- I, I was like actively cursing at the top of my lungs, and I felt like I was going to snap my controller. If you look at the like, I won't. I'm not going to read them all because it was a long conversation. But <laughs> I want to read the first text he sent me because it, it. I woke up to it because I had fallen asleep before he sent it, and That's I woke a good up. One. <laughs> I gotta find. Um, I gotta. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't. I mean, I, I think I went too far. But anyway, it's like it's like the tenor of the conversation went from like, fuck this game to like, okay, yeah, like I, I'm doing this, and all of a sudden he's like talking about the stuff in the game like excitedly again. Uh, it's uh, one of those games, yeah. man. Like, oh, here it is, here it is. Nope, this is a stupid as shit game, and I'm done with it. That's at twelve sixteen a.m. That's what I felt. My text back, lol. What happened? <laughs> and then I get. Literally, I'm not one, two, three, four, five texts back in like rapid succession. <laughs> They're all like a paragraph long. I was waiting. I was just ready to go. Yeah, I needed somebody to talk to. Well, that that's almost like what happened with you. You were stuck at oh, that boss for a while, oh, oh. and you stopped by last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, no, Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. But yeah, I to, wasn't. to pick you, stuff up. And I, I was I, despondent. I said, <laughs> I said so, so you're having trouble at a boss, huh? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I said, I and like, he stayed quiet. I didn't press on yeah, it. Yeah. And like later on, yeah. like, twenty minutes later, he just starts telling me the story. Yeah, yeah. Like he opened up. I'm yeah, like, okay. Yeah. That's what this podcast is tonight, man. It's yeah. Bloodborne Anonymous. It is. It is. I will say that. Playing that co-op stuff that it was that the night where I left your house when I played the co-op stuff I was talking about before that t- got me over the hump with the game like not in like a in like a, I felt like I could beat everything after that it just it progressed the game a little bit for me like a, a little bit for me and it also like maybe like okay there's other people doing the same thing I'm doing and going through the same stuff I'm going through so I was like okay like I, I'm okay and then like after that I was just like I'll just do what I gotta do listening <laughs> so, to Nick though is the worst because he's like it's easy yeah. <laughs> No, like I, I'm at the point where it's not easy. It's not. It's not like simple. Like yeah, yeah. it's like no, it's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Nick. It's the it's the worst thing anybody can say you while you're playing the game. It's easy. <laughs> like shut the fuck up. It's not easy. Oh, well, you were I, the witches were easy. They were easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That'll that, that'll that'll, yeah. that'll cap the bloodborne yeah. talk. That'll do for tonight. Thanks for sticking through that. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's yeah. I understand if you listen to a podcast mm. and uh, it's a game that you're not playing. Mm. But like I, I feel like. This is one of those games that need to be talked about for a while because, like, I think it's the first real PS4 game that people are excited about. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, the first next-gen game that people have, have been really excited about and it's got positive reviews and it hasn't been a train wreck yeah. coming out of the gate. Yeah. And it's a perfect storm, I think, for this, this game because Demon's Souls was, like, this huge surprise for people, right? Mm-hmm. Dark Souls did very well. Um, and it gained a lot, you know, it was one of those slow burn things where people just started playing it and playing it and playing it. Dark Souls 2 did very well for them, obviously, but all, like, in the middle of a generation, like, you know, there's so many other games coming out. Bloodborne's coming out. It's PS4 exclusive. It's a AAA game. It's getting all these big reviews. There's not really many other AAA games to play right now. Nope. So people who wouldn't normally play the games, like like you, Justin, like, if this was coming out... If this is coming out at holiday time, there was no chance on Earth I was Yeah, like, this. when there's 10 other games coming out that yeah. you want to play, you're never going to play it. This game comes out at a perfect time where I think there are going to be plenty of people who play it and go, like, nope, never going to play this again, you know? But and- I think... As much as I, I was, you know, I made my mm. points about the game tonight. Mm. I still encourage people to try it. Mm-hmm. Like, if these games have interest you in the slightest way, try it. Like, I, I think it's it's the one probably to try. Especially, I mean, you guys played the Souls game. They sound mm. like they're much harder. The systems, I think, are harder. I mean, a yeah. lot, I've I've heard people say that because you've played the Souls games, you're just familiar with the way this works, and maybe you're having an easier time with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily believe that. 
I feel like the the community in and of itself is is so active at this point. There's such a fever for the game that there's more information out there and more varied information yeah, out there. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that I don't think combat wise, like enemy encounter wise, it's easier than the other games. I just think that systems wise, like we talked about before about leveling up and the different mm-hmm. mechanics and, the, and what you can do with your weapons and upgrade materials, that stuff's a little bit more prevalent and a little bit easier to understand here. Mm-hmm. So you can't really, you can't, the game is not going to allow you to fuck yourself over. Did you? In that way. I can't remember. We, we never had a stash before Bloodborne, right? I think there was some sort of stash. I don't remember. But it's different it too much. because there wasn't as many consumables. In, I mean, I, I didn't play Demon Souls, so I can't speak right. to that. Because um, Demon Souls was the last one that had like because finite amount of like healing items. Yeah, I've definitely never had the abundance of like blood vials and bullets that I have now. I mean, I have full bullets. I've had full yeah. bullets at least four or five times. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I, I don't think so. But of course, in Dark Souls, there was like the Estus flasks, so they were like right. they would replenish every time you'd respawn. And you'd have like five of them or whatever. Mm. Um, so those things, I mean, that stuff is easier, a little easier too. Like that's if people haven't played the games, like when you healed yourself in those in those past games, like it was like if you you couldn't mo- you couldn't move really, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be drinking the the vial and you'd have to like you could walk like yeah. a, like a little bit and, and move like this. You can basically just move and stick the thing yeah. in your leg. Yeah, it was a big slow animation. Yeah, yeah, this is quicker. Stuff like that is better. I I still think like Do a fist pump. It, it's not like this is like an open door for new people to play if if they don't like these kind of games, but it is the it is the easiest as far to understand as far as those systems go. And it's the most forgiving as far as those systems go. I think before, you know, there's stuff that's harder to get me wrong. Like it, it was, it was really hard for me in the first, I think three hours to not have a shield. It was mm-hmm. really difficult for me. Cause that's how I played the souls games, which is like shield and club. And mm-hmm. like you come at me, I'm a shield and I'm gonna hit you with the club. Like that's what I would do. You know, it took me a long time to get used to like, I got to use the gun to stun them. I got, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I avoided like the parry repose systems in the, in the past souls games because it would just seem too hard to me. Like it just mm-hmm. seemed, and this game forces you to do it. The game says like, you got to do it. Like this is a way you're going to do it. And I, 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 I learned to be better at this game more than I learned to be better at the previous souls games. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and don't be afraid to ask for help. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Doing hand hand gestures yeah, yeah, to yeah. let him know the time. Oh, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> what that was. I, I thought you were like, I want to talk, and I was like, okay. That's what I thought. I was yeah. like, oh, Steve wants to talk. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, like, Go ahead. No, I just wanted to let you know we're at uh, we're at an hour five. Fantastic. Sweet. Yeah. All right, so that'll cap Bloodborne yeah, for yeah. now. Well, I'm sure we'll get back to we'll, uh, uh, we'll get back into it when Jackie comes <laughs> comes back, starts playing it. We, that's gotta, gonna, we gotta let her get her her stuff out too. Yeah, I want yeah. her to str- I want her to stream it more than anybody. Let's talk about some other games, Steve. Steve, what have you been playing? You said you've been playing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I um. Out of, it's funny, out of everything that I've been playing for the past week, uh, I've been playing a whole lot of that game I talked about last week, Whoa, Dave. Uh-huh. It, it Has anybody else played it since? It, oh, no. It's free. You got to grab it. And just, it. Is it free anymore? It just Everything just switched. Even if it even if it's not. It I, did, yeah. Is it's, it off? No, it switched. Yeah, because now it's the tower. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got those. I got I, that, I'm wondering that. if that was... Mm. If you can go and check it out, even if it's not free, I, I have no idea how much it would be at this point. But um, in terms of what I've been playing, I've been playing that a lot. Uh, it's on my Vita. The no load times whatsoever. Every time you die, you could just pop right back into a game. I've been exploring some of the other characters. I've been exploring some of the other levels. Um, I can now use like uh, warping warping portals to throw like objects through them and strategically try to cover both sides of the board at the same time. 
Um, I'm now fighting like giant UFO enemies that are flying up and I'm smashing the glass and then smashing them out of the UFO, jumping into the UFO and then flying around and beaming down and frying guys with lasers and cooking eggs and shit. It is absolutely insane. That does sound kind of crazy. It's really frantic. It's really cool. Um, I've gotten to about 200. You collect pennies or coins. Um, the highest I've gotten, I said my goal last time, uh, last week was 150. Uh-huh. I got a, a 206 coins the other day. I was waiting at the airport, just hanging around and I didn't even realize, but I'd gone into like a zone and you really have to be careful because like I said, like everything that you touch has a fuse on it. So when that fuse starts to go and things start to blink, if you don't toss that right away, it's going to explode and it's going to kill you. And you only have three lives. And the game keeps going. It doesn't reset. So you spawn right back into into the chaos. Um, there are green eggs, which hatch like normal enemies. And then there are black ones that once they hatch, these little green alien things come out and they scream and they yell and they just dart right off and into the lava and they're dead. If you catch them and you destroy them as they're yelling and running across the board, they spill out like at least something like 30 to $40 or coins worth of things. So now you're stuck in this situation where you're holding one of the skulls and it's counting down and you need to throw it, but you know that one of those things is about to burst and you want to get that guy. Instead of getting one coin, you want to get 30-something coins. So you now have to look around the level and remember the sequence of what dropped and when and start hucking things around and picking up the last one to play with those fuses and time it with the other egg. Meanwhile, all this other crap is happening around you that you have to deal with. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's really simple. The presentation of it is super simple. Like it's just like original Mario Brothers platforming, but you can go you can jump through from platform to platform. You don't have to walk all the way around to go up. Um, but again, it was free, it was super simple, and I play it like any time that I have like two minutes to spare, I reach in my inside pocket, I pull it out, I press the PS button and go go right back into it. Cool. And it's w- so good. Would you pay twenty dollars for it? No. It's okay. still free. It is? Looked. Okay. It is. Your PS Plus is still free. I was just saying. And it's $5 if, if you're okay. not. I would pay. Yeah. I would totally pay $5 okay. for it. No questions asked. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Woe Dave. Uh, I downloaded Diablo, uh, released another just massive, massive uh, like seasonal upgrade patch to their service for consoles, NPC. Uh, there's three new treasure goblins. There's six uh, legendary specific uh, set items for characters. They took spells away and introduced new ones. They reconjigured old characters and just added like a massive uh, amount of stuff. You no longer have to collect health vials. There's now one health vial that heals you for 60% of your health instead of having to like go to the store and buy 99 of them and keep and hold on to them and worry about it. Now there's just one potion, so on and so forth. They now have like a vacuum feature where if there's a hole, like you kill a boss and there's just stuff everywhere, instead of running around in a circle like an idiot and hammering the hell out of X, you could just stand there and hold it and everything will kind of vacuum suck into you and you can pick up everything at once. Um, That's nice. Yeah. A whole bunch of other little, you know, tweaks and stuff like that. Um, I played uh, for about an hour and a half with uh, my girlfriend last night and we're just, that game keeps giving and it's, you know, I paid for it once, I got it and they're constantly, they said that they weren't going to update in tandem with the PC, but they've done it every time. So all that like, oh, seasons aren't coming to, to the consoles. I They are. Mm. So that's been awesome. Like to have one of my favorite games 
keep giving me more incentives and more reasons to play it for free and just saying here have this it's it's fantastic um and i've i've stumbled upon like a whole community of people that just started playing it online and like want to play with me and now i have like other people to run around with and have those like crazy four player games where mm-hmm. you got four wizards running around at once and it stays it handles it it does yeah, yeah. not slow down yeah whenever game, i played online it was it played really well mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the game is super crisp um but the other game that i played i played it last night is uh tower of guns i played that this afternoon okay i i really i like it a lot I, it's funny i went from if you watch i had a stream i don't know if it archived but like the first 15 20 minutes i'm playing it i'm like this is really awesome i'm really digging this if you don't know what it is, it's kind of it's like like a low grade first person shooter, kind of like Quake Arena, Time Splitters style graphics, like really like mm. not Quake. It yeah, reminded me of Quake, like below middle end kind of stuff. Um, and it's randomly generated rooms, and you go into these rooms that just have these like pylons and towers in them with all these different types of guns, cannons, and bombs that explode, and just all this stuff. And you have to traverse these rooms to get up enough money to get the upgrades, to get the experience, and move into the next level. There's a boss. Defeat the boss. Go into the whole thing. Anyway, um, I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. having a good time. There's two problems with the game. And if they patch it or they can fix it, it might be, like, not perfect, but just so much better than it already is. You get to a point where you reach certain rooms, and because they're randomly generated, it's you, there's no real limit as to what the game can handle. Sometimes it doesn't know what it's capable of doing. It chugs. Mm. Like, you're in there, and all of these bullets, and it's not just like it's one bullet. There's like 16 bullets from one cannon, and when you have something that has about 18 different cannons all firing at once and it's all coming at you, that game starts to slow down hard. And that that really sucks. Mm. I'm really wondering if they could be able to do something about that. I didn't encounter any of that. Okay. Uh, I encountered a lot of that eventually. And my only other gripe with it is kind of the scaling of the the weapons and what you're able to do uh, within the game and basically pushing yourself when you're cre- uh, collecting the experience and you're moving up from level two, three, four. They, if you get hit, they tend to they take it away from you. Yep. And you have to earn it over again. So, like the thing that they start you off with is like this little pea shooter thing, and it doesn't do a lick of damage. Now you get to level two or three, you start to do some damage. You start to you can jump a fourth time. You can move a little bit faster, but you get hit a lot. And health, even though there's a lot of it, the amount that it gives you back is very small. Even the bigger health things don't do much, and you just get pummeled. So you're constantly having your progress. Um, taken back Mm -hmm. and the game is kind of punishing you for getting hit the amount of like bullet hell style stuff that's coming at you and you can't see behind you because it's first person you're constantly getting knocked down and and penalized for your for your gameplay now everybody can say you you just have to get better that's fine but if you're going to be constantly taking away my progress from me how do you expect me to progress Mm. so i'm hoping that maybe there. I only played it for maybe an hour. It's the plus game this month. It's one of them anyway. So yeah. it's free right now. I'm hoping there are aspects of it that I just haven't discovered yet, and I just need to, to dive in a little bit more. Um, I'm I'm curious to find out if once I've found upgrades, I didn't really take note as to whether or not I get to keep them moving into like my next round because they do keep track of your deaths. You don't. 
Nope. Mm. Once you die, it starts all over. Mm. And you start at the, you start at level one at the bottom again in randomly generated rooms. See, that's because like, but you do uh. get to, you do unlock different guns and that stuff stays. And yeah. like the more you play and stuff, mm. um, I'm ten ten runs deep. Like new bonuses that you can start like instead of being able to double jump, it's it's now like um, you have two to two to choose from and now i have a third that i could choose from mm. so like it keeps track of how many runs that you're doing and then you unlock stuff from there right it was i, I thought it was okay yeah i think it's fun i liked it rob you play anything else uh <clears throat> i got deeper into axiom verge and that continues to baffle me in such a great way um i mean just the, the story itself is so trippy once you get uh the gun that transforms everything it's a Ooh. whole new ball game um the bosses do make you think. Um, like I said, with that gun, you change enemies into platforms. You change enemies into things that work for you. Enemies into like balls that can wreck through walls and open up new paths for you. Um, I, the only reason I put a halt on it is because I played Bloodborne for like two seconds just to see one thing. I don't even know what the hell I was looking at. I don't remember, I don't remember what made you say, I'm going to start because we were in a uh, chat. Yeah, we were, we were talking. Together. That's what it was. That's <laughs> yeah. why because I was in a chat with three other people who were playing Bloodborne and I was like, oh, I'll just jump in and play Bloodborne. And now I'm like mm-hmm. addicted to that. Yeah, so. yeah. so I will finish Axiom. It's just uh, I can't wait to get back just into on hold. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get to play anything else, Bobby? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've been playing. I, I'm holding off on everything else just because like I just want to get through Bloodborne, and then I'm going to I'm going to have Axiom Verge lined up. Um, uh, really, that's the first thing I'm going to play once I'm done with Bloodborne because that's, that's number one for yeah. me. Same for me. Is anybody going for Mortal Kombat X next week? Oh yeah, I'm going to get it. All right, because I already I pre-ordered mine today. I'm getting it. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to watch the story. I'm so excited! Nice. I'm so excited to play the story. That's the, uh-huh. really the thing I'm yeah. most excited to do. Me too. Um, I mean, it's been leaking everywhere. I Absolutely. Avoided everywhere. All of it. No, oh, I, saying, I know I'm that. I'm just saying uh, yeah, yeah. that uh, like people have been jumping on Twitch and. Playing oh, yeah. the story mode and mm. getting banned, like, oh, really? like within an hour or so of playing. I cannot wait. I love Mortal Kombat Nine so much, and mm-hmm. I love Injustice yep. so much. I cannot wait. To, yeah, to yeah, j- definitely. Try it out. Yeah. Wake uh, me when Injustice comes out. <laughs> um, I, uh, there's gonna be like apparently there's like a what like easy fatalities in it. You can like mm-hmm. you can, they're like, making yeah, the you combinations use, a bit more yeah, accessible yeah. for people. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not even that. You get coins. Oh. Like through the crypt mode and certain mm-hmm. different modes, you collect these little red coins and you could use a coin to do an easy fatality. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so people who can't do the combos or just like freeze up or whatever, they can mm-hmm. see the fatalities. That's always my biggest problem. Yeah, totally. Is, is like, you know, finish him. I just, I freak and I, all I end up doing is walking up next to them and uppercutting them. And yeah. <laughs> like home consoles, I'm fine. I, I freak when I'm under pressure. Like if you're at an actual arcade unit. I was much better in the arcade than I was at home. That's no, for sure. No, at home I'm relaxed. In the arcade, under pressure. That's when under I can't pressure. perform. Well, there's something that's less <laughs> cool than like you're fighting somebody and it's like finish him and you're like you start just, like oh you look it up in the, the move set. Oh well, there's that, but, but no, that's there's what nothing. I always do. <laughs> there's nothing more embarrassing than when you're at an arcade machine and you're going to do it and you like tap punch mm-hmm. by mistake and mm-hmm. you just punch him once yeah, and the guy's like <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah, I just yeah. watched uh, Mortal Kombat about three nights ago, the movie. Oh boy, just for shits and giggles. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> I don't understand for the life of me. They have Goro, it, like first the movie, the, especially the reptile stuff mm. is so raw, it's mm. so bad effects wise. <laughs> but they had a perfectly good animatronic head that they used for certain shots mm. for Goro. And then the moment they went to CG, his head shrinks <laughs> and he looks like a talking mushroom. 
It's awful. <laughs> man, uh, man, I was excited about that movie when it came out. And I liked oh, it when I was, I was however old I was when I saw movie. it. I was like, this is awesome. And then you watch it later and I was like, this oh. is a very bad movie. Let me <laughs> ask you, <laughs> did everyone buy the soundtrack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 see? Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. When my sister would do her twirling competitions, there were at least nine different teams that used the Mortal Kombat song mm-hmm. as their song for that year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. That movie's awesome. But yes, I, I'm very excited about Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> all right, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. And wasn't uh, the new Deus Ex? Ooh, they just announced it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Super excited about that. That was in my top five, I think, uh, the year it came out, which I think was 2011. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. It was the first year we were doing uh, Talking Comics because we did, like, you, me, and Stephanie did, like, that top 10 of the year. So that's 2012. Was it 2012? No, because D- the New 20, 52 was 2011. All right, 2012 was our... Okay, then... Oh, at the, at the start then. Yeah, it was like the very end. Yeah, then 2011. In 2011, yeah. yeah so, because uh, it was the same year Sky- Skyrim came out, same year uh, Gears 3 came out. Um, yes. Yeah, Portal 2. Oh, man, we had used to have so much fun with Gears. Yeah, we had, we had some very good... Very good, like... <laughs> horde mode nights <laughs> uh, uh-huh. playing Gears. Uh, but yeah, so um, I, w- I was in my top five that year. I loved that game. It was... A great game that just needed a couple of because they oh, went yeah. a totally different way with it, um, and just with those little tweaks, I think. Yeah. And I have a feeling that they they listened to something. Didn't so they farm out the bosses? Yeah, as horrible boss fights. It's yeah. it's it's, it's uh, the the boss fights are abysmal. Apparently, in like the new version they did or whatever, they changed them though. Mm. Like uh, the one that came out in Wii U, I think. What, uh, a, what a weird thing to do. A very weird thing to do. So, because the thing about it was, like, the game is all about choosing how you want to play the game. You could stealth through an entire mission. You can go in guns blazing. It's really up to you. It depends on how you upgrade your guy, what you do. Um, but the boss fights, they just took all that away from you. Yeah, like, you were required to kill the bosses. Yeah, yeah, and and kill them like just shoot them. Like you just had you just had to, like play it like a regular shooter. Uh-huh. And and it sucked because like the game was so good about doing it the other way. Uh-huh. Um, and that's how I like to do. It. I yeah. like to be stealthy and yeah. hide people in in the air vents and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, the game that was an issue with the game. The, only, the other big issue of the game was like the upgrade tree. Like there was straight stuff in the upgrade tree that like was just useless. Mm-hmm. Like if you upgrade it, it really didn't do anything for you. Like so, there was like this great like fac on like Kotaku or something. I think it was that I just I looked up like early, just seeing like yo, know, what's good to level in this game? Because I was confused by some of the wording of some of the stuff. And they're okay. like, level these things and level and level these things. Do not worry about these other things because they will not help you at all. And if I hadn't read that stuff, it probably would have been very frustrating. Because I remember I sent it to Stephanie. I was like, here, read this. Because you want to read this before you level up. Because <laughs> uh-huh. there's like one straight straight one level that if you do it, you t- you, you don't take fall damage anymore. Um, and right. you do like this crazy like like this crazy like animation when you land. Like this Icarus like mm-hmm. animation like kills enemies around you. And, and instead of killing, instead of causing you damage. Stuff like that. But I loved that game. Yes, I loved the conversations. And the... Well, the conversations, all the emails you find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to like break apart little people's backstories that you would never yeah, ever right. find hacking into computers uh-huh. all that stuff like developing like well, you know do i want to use like the trank gun do i want to use this gun do i want to use that gun like what are the different paths i can take in here there's like different ways you can get into levels and out of levels had a lot going for it it was like had that stealthy aspect to it that you could change on the fly if you wanted to and also had like the conversation and like the tone of like like a, had like a scratch like that mass effect itch mm-hmm. in a lot of ways it was like the only other game that i played in that generation that was like this has like a little bit of that depth to it as far as like the character. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, back, I never got to play it, so I'm definitely going to play this one when it yeah, comes ba- out. Back when just the original Deus Ex came mm-hmm. out, I had a computer that could run it, mm-hmm. and that game was mind-blowing then. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these multiple paths and stuff like that. So, yeah, when 
you know, 2011 when that came out, mm. it was really cool to see them expand more because the sequel to regular Deus Ex was not good. Right. Deus Ex 2. So for now for Square to, you know, jump on another one, I'm, yeah. I'm super psyched. Uh, I can't remember the name of the game right now. D- the new game, Deus Ex. It's, it's a long name. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's coming out for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. That's they haven't announced a date yet for it, though. They have a placeholder of 2016. Yeah, but. That means probably 2017. (laughs) Uh, The only other thing that I got to play this week, uh, I had surprise friends come over one night on Sunday, and they were like, surprise, we're here to play video games. Like, (laughs) great, let's let's do it. And I had bought Puyo Puyo Tetris Mm -hmm. months ago and had been waiting for the right moment to crack it open, and that was it. And so uh, we got to play four-player, some uh, team-based stuff, some everyone for themselves. That game is awesome. That game is great, yeah. for people who don't know, um, I saw it on Giant Bomb mm-hmm. being played a couple months ago, and it's uh, it was in Japan only, mm-hmm. it, uh, but you can import it here through PlayAsia.com. Super cheap. I think it was $60 shipped to my house. Mm-hmm. Everything's in Japanese, though. Yeah. Luckily, one of my friends uh, was an exchange student in Japan, speaks it semi well, pretty fluently, so he was here, and it was like, oh, good, you're here. Read all this. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, reading what they what the the game modes are is great. Not knowing what the game modes actually do is another thing. <laughs> so there was this one mode where you know Poyo Poyo is its own game. Tetris obviously mm-hmm. is its own, and you know, I liked the challenge like uh, the verse modes where it was like I'm playing Poyo Poyo, you're playing Tetris, and when I do something good, it affects your screen back mm-hmm. and forth. There was one mode where it was Poyo Poyo and Tetris at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Not switching back and forth. There was a mode where it was like Poyo Poyo. Now it's Tetris. Mm-hmm. Now, but this was like. Here's a Poyo piece. Here's a Tetris piece. Yep. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. And it was just like mass confusion. And one of my friends who was just miserable at the game, he was like last place every time. He's like, I win. And we're like, all right, let's do it again. He's like, I win. I, we could not figure out what he was doing to win the game, but he, it was the only mode that he could win. We played it for about, I don't know, I said like a good solid two hours. Nice. Just mixing oh, wow. and jumping in different mm. modes. Like I like puzzle games like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I know how much Rob loves Tetris. Rob loves Tetris. Mm. Yeah. I love puzzle games, but Tetris... <laughs> And Doctor, those are the two, Doctor Mario yeah. and Tetris. You ever play Puzzle Fighter? It. Yeah, I like Puzzle Fighter. Mm. I love that game. You know, you I like the match, the match three, three stuff. stuff. Yeah. Sure. Puyo Puyo is is sort of like match mm-hmm. three ish. Yeah, it's like Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. It's like mm-hmm. the same like, game. It, it reminded me a lot of Luminous in, yeah. in, in a way. Yeah, it's, it has similarities. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So I, I I I enjoy the hell out of that game. And I had people ask me, like um, a friend of mine, Andrew, uh, asked like, "How did you get this?" <laughs> He's like, "Wait, you didn't have to actually like." send them money and then transfer it mm-hmm. no, no no you just use this website yeah. so if you're interested in it like play asia was a good experience yeah uh-huh. it, totally it, it took i think like two weeks to get the game yeah and uh i really like it it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun i've always wanted to play it yeah playing the story mode i play I'm, i played the story mode that's a crazy experience i'm gonna do that that's that's kind of what i like when we were playing bloodborne i was like i kind of just want to play the story mode and see what's going on there because there's just like a talking dog with glasses and like you have no it's all japanese there's no english at all i gotta do it um so you're just like okay (laughs) this dog is invading this spaceship with this i like how you just make up your own story for it yeah exactly exactly and it's actually interesting because like i don't speak a lick of japanese but like just knowing like video game menus it's funny how you like you just know where things are like well this must be one player this must be two player Uh this is obviously versus this is obviously you know you get like this is and you're like i think this is resume i hope it's not quit like you know those are the only times yeah uh but it was fun definitely fun sweet yeah i think that's gonna do it for us tonight yeah okay then (laughs) i think we're gonna bypass questions tonight let's do it i'm gonna get out of here before we get out of here let's do some housekeeping 
We are talking underscore games. You can email us anytime. Bloodborne tips, <laughs> my usual cooking tips, tips for Jackie, over at talkinggamespc at gmail.com. Uh, we're all part of talkingcomicbooks.com. They have a plethora of podcasts. They have uh, the Talking Comics podcast where Bobby and Steve talk about comics every week. We have the underscore Misfits podcast. We have our movies podcast, which is at Movies Talking, and we also have the Talking Valiant podcast. On our special edition feed, we have uh, the video shows, uh, Comics and Coffee, and uh, Backup Stories with Rob and myself. Mm-hmm. So we encourage you guys to check all of that stuff out, rate, review, leave us good messages. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got some actually really nice reviews uh, just in the last month for uh, us here, and we're super appreciative of that and I encourage was, mm-hmm. more of it. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to say, because um, I haven't checked them out in a while, but you know, to encourage people that if you, if you like the show, you know, definitely – let uh like itunes reviews know and and stuff like that because the more positive stuff we get there the more we go up in the charts and more people get exposed to to our material mm-hmm. and if you don't like the show you could let steve know yeah <laughs> tell me all about it if you don't like the show just shut your mouth all right no one likes a negative nelly <laughs> <laughs> or what bobby said there's enough negativity in the world man yeah. my personal twitter is at jeroke j-o-r-o-a-k rob at Dusk1020. Steve? Tweet me your complaints at, at dead <laughs> underscore anchorus. Bobby? At Bobby Shortle. Remember, Bloodboard's bad. Goodbye. <laughs>